October 23rd, 2019, episode number 753 of Oh Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan. This is Seth. Hello, Seth. 753 episodes of absolute impeccable comedy. Comedic mayhem. Uh, Comedic perfection. How How did two kids just to start in february of 2006 couple of roughnecks uh wildcatters <laughs> mavericks rogues how do you start in february of 2006 how do you invent a genre and then in october of 2019 get to episode 753 and still be at the tippity top of your game i don't know it's unbelievable it's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's unbelievable to me. It defies. It defies. It defies it. belief. <laughs> belief. November twelfth. Yes. Beaver moon, frost moon, mm. the morning moon. M o u r n i n g. I don't know if that's supposed to be oh. sad, but I'm just talking about full moons. Beaver moons. Beaver moons. Frost moons. Maybe because of that winter frost. Uh, but I would be prepared for November 12th when you look up into the sky and it's full, it's robust, and it's... Um, Chilly. Pr- oh, it's heaven. You've layered, finally got that fucking turtleneck on. Hello. Oh, hey, how are you? Do I know you? Yes, yeah, Seth, uh, but with a turtleneck. A turtleneck Seth. <laughs> oh, my God. Apple crumb cake in the oven. Um, mm. Just a drive up the coast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I hate Halloween, but I love the holidays. You fucking hate Halloween, but gosh darn it, you love November and December. Yeah. It's almost like on Halloween, it, it's 11.59 and you're just, Meh. get off my porch. And then it hits midnight. Ooh, and you yeah. just sink back onto your couch. <laughs> you put on your turtleneck. Mm, get a mug. Get a mug of something, something. autumnal. Get a mug of something. What is this autumnal? No, I mean I'm a I'm a fan of Thanksgiving, and I'm a you fucking love Thanksgiving. And you I fucking love, love Christmas. I love Christmas, and you love New Year's. No, I don't. Ah, so you're really your window it, it begins the, at midnight. Gratitude Halloween. holidays only. I'm only into gratitude holidays. What gifts? What gifts? Can I'm we start only, giving gifts on Thanksgiving? I meant gratitude given directed towards me. Okay. Gratitude for me. That's November twelfth. Beaver moon. Frost moon. On this beaver mm. moon. No? Wait, is it all the same thing? Are those all references to the same type of moon? Beaver moon, frost moon, morning Morn- moon? On this, this morning, morning moon. moon. Wood. 
My bad. I fucked that up. Is it all the same thing? Is it all different ways? Is the moon the same? I don't know. Look up at it and say hello. She'll answer. Hey, moon. Are which, you the same? <laughs> which are you, moon? Which moon are you? Hey, moon. I'm talking to you. You're beautiful. Appreciate you. Um, Appreciate you, moon. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, it's tough out there. Tough, tough. The sun will burn you dead, though. Especially cook you la- dead. Last couple of days. Cook you dead. Just the moon. Thought, thought you were gone. The moon is a friend. It will guide you, buddy. The sun will fucking murder you dead. Yeah. The sun comes out. It says, "You want to get murdered? Stand outside. Let me look the at you." The moon is the. The moon the says, "Friendly guide." Hello, friend. Let me guide you into the forest. No, thank you. <laughs> Fuck no. Um. Mm, mm. I was. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I was watching this guy on YouTube and... What, stop. Yeah, you should have never... <laughs> so, I mean, that's why <laughs> yeah. I stopped. No, but what's he had to say about, he's an building, outdoor about sleeper. building seven? What does no, he no, say? No. Okay. He's an outdoor sleeper. An outdoor sleeper. <laughs> yeah. He sleeps outdoors. He's big on the... And on outdoor that's camping. That's the only way to do it. Not tent camping. Nocturnal. Basically saying, if you're sleeping in a tent, you... Basically, may as well be sleeping in a. Might as well be the Ritz Four Carlton. Seasons. Absolute. Yeah. It's really about the hanging that fucking a hammock or right. digging yourself a, a little hole, a hole, a grave, <laughs> shallow grave, shallow grave by the riverbank. Good night, moon. <laughs> this is the last. This moon. is a comfortable this casket. Is the final moon. <laughs> mm, could you just put those wet leaves over me? Um, they call it. I'm very excited about this. I got pumped on this. What is it? They call it Cosmic Crisp. It's a new variety of apple coming to a grocery store near oh, you okay. December 1st. Okay. <laughs> Why is that face? Oh, well, that you face you said you're excited. You said Cosmic Crisp. I thought it was like unreleased dead tracks. It was <laughs> like a... Cosmic Crisp is the first apple ever bred in Washington State, which wow. happens to grow the majority of the United States apples grows them don't breed them it's expected to be a game changer the apple variety was developed by washington state university uh and washington growers who paid for the research will have exclusive right to sell it for the first 10 years that's amazing bank before the vultures come in before and it goes generic the apple is called cosmic crisp because of the bright yellowish dots on its skin, which look like distant stars. Whoa. Quote, I've never seen an apple prettier in the orchard than these things are, said Aaron. Said Psychopath Jones. <laughs> said Aaron Clark of Yakima. Said bottomless Aaron Clark of Yakima. <laughs> Pantsless Jack. What? <laughs> I've never seen an apple so pretty. Like uh, you. Aaron Clark of Yakima, whose family owns several orchards in I central Washington and do. has planted 80 acres I bet he has. of that cosmic he fertilizer. Crisp. What's he? His own, his own, his own Stay seed. Stay away from this guy's his own seed. Yeah. I can buy my seed with that seed. <laughs> You're pretty mouth, cotton boy. You're pretty mouth, cotton boy. <laughs> um, oh, you man. pretty mouth, cotton boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The new variety keeps keeps for a long time in storage and in the refrigerator, right. says Kate Evans. Is this GMO? Who I don't runs know. the breeding program at Washington State University. It's an exceptionally good eating apple, she said. It's ultra crisp, very juicy. As opposed to what? A fucking apple like ba- this guy? Baking apple. Oh, okay. oh excuse me. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Uh, she said it's ultra crisp. Very juicy and has a good balance of sweetness and tartness. It's a yeah, you have juicing, juicing apples, baking okay, apples. I didn't know this. This is an exceptionally apples. good eating apple. Do for not its use crispness, it for its balance of tartness what and sweetness. What about its physical beauty that was mentioned before? Cotton mouth. Do you want to cut the Joe <laughs> wants to wrap his fucking mouth around it because it's a beautiful wants to apple. Bind his seed eating with apple. Seed. Oh, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> I'm gonna Aaron, eat it. All right, Aaron. Where my folks? They gone? He's out in the orchard again. Oh, Aaron's out there, but it's it's a morning moon. What's he doing out there? Praying. <laughs> it's beaver moon. Why is he out there? Well, Aaron. Pantsless. It's always exciting when we change the fucking game. Game changers. I would like to invest in this game-changing technology. This game-changing You're fucked for a decade. This breed. is something... You, Couldn't this, I invest in the families that are growing this stuff? You could. You want to... Could I volunteer? It would have been better if you'd known if they had let you... Insider trading got you in on this a few years ago. Yeah, probably. You want to be on in the next thing to get that patent, and then you lock it down. Because in 10 years... I mean, what do you think? That, that Those cotton candy grapes? Somebody made a lot of money off those, right? Whoever that farmer is, he made all the money. At least for a good few years, when the getting was good, they're still gone. A, he's he they're still away. sold out all, all the time when they come in. Can't find him. That guy's he's he's gone. He left. He left. He ascended. Ascended. <laughs> USA Today snapshots. Take it down a notch here. Uh, top threats to forest animals. This is a source uh, World Wildlife Fund and Living Planet database on. The number, the percentage of um, the top threats of to forest animals in percent- critters to critters in percentages. One um, percent uh, pollution, three percent disease. Is that their own? That's their own shit. Yes. Eight percent invasive species and in, and in, in genes, genetic issues. Is that something? brought in from the outside maybe but i mean one percent three percent and eight percent don't seem like huge numbers okay there's a lot of critters thirteen percent uh of the top threats uh thirteen percent is climate change seventeen percent is exploitation which i suppose means i guess harvesting hunting trafficking sexual trafficking exploitation um, twenty-five percent habitat degradation. So that I would that, think has something to do with pollution, but maybe not. It doesn't a different, have to do with climate. And maybe cl- oh yeah, climate change. Yeah, and then thirty-four. What was it? Degrad habitat degradation, which would be pollution. Well, that's what I would think. So you, like put a you know like thirty empty Pringle cans like on a critter's house. That's degradation. Slash no, that's pollution. vandalism. Vandalism. It's spray. It's only spray painting. Excuse me. Aerosol art. If you do aerosol art a critter's home, is that legal or illegal? Twenty-five uh, percent habitat degradation. Thirty-four percent habitat loss. And that's just condos. That's just straight up like, you know, fucking 
Boom. Westfield shopping malls. So what would have at one point been various critters' homes is now in Italy. Yes. Just dropped on there <laughs> right on top of them. So, I mean, obviously... You guys like Italian? You do now. Guys, do you like Italian? Do you speak English? <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you, critters. Do you like Italy? Uh, so, yeah, we... I mean, we're much more responsible for... They'd be fine. If we didn't do all our if shit If we weren't obsessed with pasta. Pretty much. If we didn't have to import 400 different types of pasta from Italy and drop it on their house, they would be fine. But we're obsessed with pasta. It's um, pretty much, yeah. Great. As a culture. You know, we talked a couple months ago about... you. you in a, I believe it was one of our sit-down longer-form episodes. We talked about uh, a habitat uh, bridge. Yes, they're building it finally. Are in, they really in in out the one that they had proposed out in a girl or whatever? Let's There's go. They're building a couple of them, and they're fucking huge. Beautiful. They're like quite big and wide because they can't just be like narrow yeah, little. Like, yeah, squeeze through. No, they've like made it. Uh, apparently, it's going down out there. I just saw something about it recently okay. that it got okay. And do you think that had do anything it. to do with I would the think podcast? It had a direct connection so to we'll us probably bringing, that, re, re, bringing life back to that back story. to that project. Reviving so I'd that imagine project. that when they put that plaque the UID up, Habitat Bridge, the UID Habitat Bridge for Humanity and Habitat. <laughs> it's amazing for podcasting and humanity. <laughs> podcasting and humanity. Geo for Mountain Lions podcast and humanity. Wow. Front. See. United. And that's front. a legacy. I just thought. The sheer amount of comedy would be the legacy, but saving but what really the California it's, it's saving lion. these mountain lions and letting them live in a natural comedic habitat. Um, <laughs> funny because on that bridge they have speakers and they pipe in episodes. It's amazing for them. You're very lucky. <laughs> you should be happy. You should be very happy. Go breathe. P.S. Forty-eight. <laughs> Burning Man. Uh, still again. Always. Forever. Forever. Perma burn. Never ended. Never began. Never began. Because it's a city in the desert, yet it's a culture of possibility, yet it's a network of dreamers and doers. Sunday, August 30th, 2020. <laughs> Just giving you a heads up. You got to. You got to. These fucking... Uh, these fools are prepping already. These fucking... Yeah, these, these fucking vehicles don't build themselves. Absolutely say right. That. These art cars are not going to fucking... Sunday, August 30th, 2020 to Monday, September 7th, 2020. Your GoFundMe can start now. You can to get you there. Yeah. You don't want to wait till fucking July. Yeah. The 2020 Black Rock City event theme. Oh, they've already got the theme though. That's why what? I'm bringing this to our attention. Well, let me think about it. what was last year's. Do you know? Last year's was Me Too. The it was a very controversial, uh, political. What is this one? He explores the quantum kaleidoscope of possibility, the infinite realities of the multiverse, and our own superpositioning as actors and observers in the cosmic cacophony of resonant strings. It's an invitation to ponder the real, the surreal, and the pataphysical. What does that mean? The pataphysical physics we look at we shrug our shoulders, we turn to the metaphysical. And when we look at the metaphysical, and again, we shrug our shoulders, we turn to the pataphysical. Okay. 
a chance to encounter our alternate selves who may have followed or are following or will follow different decision paths to divergent Black Rock City realities. Welcome to the multiverse. So I'm going to meet myself there. You will meet yourself uh, there myself. if you have not already driven yourself to today, tomorrow. In the wonderland of quantum mechanics, the tiny particles we are made from exhibit strange and paradoxical behaviors. Quantum entanglement describes the ability of two entangled particles to behave identic identically, even at great distances, and for one to react to a stimulus applied to the other, what Einstein called, quote, spooky action at a distance. Oh yeah, dude. Spooky action at a distance. The idea of quantum superposition is even spookier. The fact that something can exist in multiple potential states until it is observed, at which point it becomes either this or that, here or there, alive or not alive. As the joke goes, Schrodinger's cat walks into a bar and it doesn't. The phenomenon has been well documented, but how it actually works remains the subject of wild speculation. In one interpretation, the act of observation collapses the waves of possibility into right. one reality, and the others instantly vanish. Yeah, like an ocean. Where'd that go? But there's another explanation called the many worlds theory, where all the possible choices continue to exist simultaneously as separate branches of reality. Yes. Each one is real as the next. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't want to pronounce. Michio Kaku said... These parallel universes are not oh, ghosts. Mikio Kaku. Mikio Kaku. Thank you. Jesus, Seth. Does he play for the Cowboys? <laughs> then I'm sorry. Mikio Kaku. <laughs> Fullback for the uh, the Browns. Fullback for the Cleveland Browns said these parallel universes are not ghost worlds with an ephemeral existence. Within each universe, we have the appearance of solid objects and concrete events as real and as objective as any. These paths may seem real to a particular observer, but what is real? How can we know what's real? We've known since the days of Plato that our senses provide an imperfect simulation of the real. It goes on and on and on and on, but I'm, I will let I'm you like, know. I'm enthralled. I'm like, I want to go to Burning Man this year as of right now. What will you be in the multiverse of Burning Man, Jonathan? Will I your mean, reality be augmented, bifurcated, or omnidimensional? What dream worlds will you step sideways into, and who will you be when you get there? Only time will tell, or has told, or is telling. So good. So tickets are... How much? 7,000, or free, or nothing, or nice, or no... Or open or closed, or I'm in or I'm out. It's me or he paid. Well, my par oh, oh no no no, the pataphysical Seth already came and paid. His ticket shall be here or is it there or is it everywhere or nowhere? Can I get in or not? I don't have any money. Don't I get in? No. Okay. What about just the people coming up to you and like mimicking all of your movements? The people that are going to be there being like you're like. Oh. I'm your metaphysical mirror, like, Whoa. just, or, like, getting in there, just, like... Wow. <laughs> like, like, in front of you and behind you? <laughs> Joaquin's Joker, Heath's Joker, 
Which do you like? Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson. Are you the Joker? <laughs> Spin me round and around. Where you stop, the Joker shall know. <laughs> Four um, Jokers. An <laughs> omniverse of Jokers. Where are you? Where are you? Never know. You um, never know. I... I'm going. <laughs> I mean, it's really like... This is the one you gotta go to, though. It's... To never go... For me, as a who I am, it is weird. Sacrilege. It's not sacrilege, but it's kind of crazy to not at least be like I gave in once and like had to just go like lay eyes on it myself. Like anyone in the world that's ever seen you, if someone was like, "Do you think that person's been to Burning Man?" They'd laugh in your face, <laughs> be like, "Of course he's been to Burning Man," and then you'd have to be like, "But have I? Or will I? Or shall I? <laughs> or do I? Or did I?" Shh. Am I? Ah! Shh. Ah! What is it? I don't know. Again, how much are the tickets? Can I get it or not? Um, but what is money? But you really sold me with this. This yes. current pitch is the most interested I've the been multiverse, in. The multiverse. That's so your far. verse. I wonder if I was to go. When you go, tell me more. <laughs> what do I? How hard? The hardest. Well, okay. So the question is, what kind of? Okay, if well, first of all, that, the hardest would be that I go, that I, I take a sabbatical from my, from no, my, from the my. Hardest is you go in there. <laughs> no, the hardest ah, is you do drugs at some point no. in that week. You go in, you fast. It's a week. You fast the whole week sober. You cannot fast the whole week sober in the middle of the fucking desert, being like trampled on by like goggles and boots and dust. Desert. I don't know what you're talking about. We're on a beach. It's a wet beach. Just explained to you the multiverse. Um, but I just go. Do I go like with a camp of people? Do I go alone? Do I prep for it ahead of time? Do I decide to like? No, you definitely prep. I don't just go like I'm just going. I'm here. Well, prepared, but not like costumed and like like. Oh no, you're costumed. You have time to think about what you think the greatest manifestation of this concept. multiverse pataphysical concept would be oh this is real bad Who'd, i mean you'll know it will come to you who you go as do you go as yourself as a baby okay but you what about the talk doing like drugs a baby? part you don't do drugs well then i don't want to only go. <laughs> you go your connection to this multiverse can only happen as you it can't come as you Altered, because that's not you. You, the truest you, is you. <laughs> the truest me is probably yes. no. The <laughs> truest, truest you me is probably is you in your cellular base level as you entered this world. Yeah, but that sounds real unbearable. <laughs> oh, it's a week of that there. Oh. A day of that, unmedicated. No breakfast. Sounds one breakfast burrito. Be like, yeah. I'm out. Surrounded by jokers. Over. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hot in the desert. Fuck. But it ain't going to get any easier to do something like this as I, as I move on in my You're life. You're doing your 50s. I mean, people do it in their 50s, well, but they've been doing it since they were in their 40s. No, they do in their 50s because their lives collapsed in their 40s. And they tell their 22-year-old fucking 
twin sons. Fuck you. I'm going. Yeah. Um, I don't it. know, man. It's this year. It might be. It's 2020. Or is it? It's all bent in on itself. Oh, is that why they're doing it? Because it's 2020? Is that I don't part know. Of you tell me. Fuck you. <laughs> is that why the Super Bowl is on a 2022020? I don't know. Maybe the Super Bowl is pataphysical. Who knows? Pataphysical. Maybe Super I won Bowl. the Super Bowl. Maybe I was there. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe we already played I'll, the Super Bowl. Maybe I could con a couple of my other like old cosmonauts that's never been to go yeah. with me. Couple old cosmonaut heads. One last hurrah. That's a good film. That's a good film. Call up a couple of the old causes. You call a few. Some are gone. Some are not with us. Some are not with us. Like, ooh, I didn't know that. Ooh, <laughs> Celestial Plane did not know that. Just thought he was that. laying low. Oh. That's real low. Okay, men's penal colony, San Luis Obispo. Well, that sucks for him. I'm Okay, that's third person gone. Like, a couple old cosmonauts that are ready to do it. Just me, Dimitri, and Zeus. You and a diaper as baby Jonathan going back. Dimitri, Zeus, Jonathan. Three men never been to Burning Man. No, I think you have to, when you, in the time that it will take for you to create what you may, you'll manifest, you will find the people, the people that you end up going there with, to these two with. other people, they will and need and shall go with you. They're not in your head right now, but not once they, yet. you know who they are, you just can't, but when you're there with them, you'll be, you know, the three you'll of you like, ah. holding hands like, I knew it. This is so right. When faced with a predator or sudden danger, the heart rate goes up. It's true. Breathing becomes more rapid, and fuel in the form of glucose is pumped throughout the body to prepare an animal to fight or to flee. These psychological changes with which constitute the fight-or-flight response are thought to be triggered in part by the hormone adrenaline. But a new study from Columbia researchers suggests that bony vertebrates can muster this response to danger without the skeleton. The researchers found in mice and humans that almost immediately after the brain recognizes danger, it instructs the skeleton to flood the bloodstream with the bone-derived hormone osteocalcin, hmm. which is needed to turn on the fight-or-flight response. In bony vertebrae, the acute stress response is not possible without osteocalcin says the study's senior investigator gerard carcenti uh medical doctor phd chairman chair of the department of genetics and development at columbia university uh Vigelos college of physicians and surgeons fuck me Oof. it completely changes how we think about how acute stress responses occur that's another game changer well i mean I guess maybe completely changes how they think about it, but not how you ever thought about it. I've always thought about it. No, that you always thought about bony fucking skeletons when you got scared of shit. Osteo, what is it? Osteocalcin. Can you fucking macrodose that? What if you macrodose that osteocalcin? Well, you got to try to extract it and concentrate it. You got to concentrate it. You need to get it out of your body. Extracted, if maybe you will. not your own body, your brain, maybe maybe, maybe another out of a body, teenager's body, living body. What? The body must be living. So you need to get it out of a living teenager's body. It's got to be a, a tween's body. 
you need to extract the osteocalcin from the tween's bot living tween body. So you got to spook this tween in order to get that shit to come out. Got it. You run, <laughs> you then you spook, run, spook then run, spook them good though. Run. Yeah, you. They have to. A yeah. spook they won't ever forget. Yeah. But then you take it back to the laboratory and you refine it and you calcify calcify it, it. and then you shoot it. You put it in a pill. Maybe we can put it. Well, how do we take it? Snort it? I think probably... Sublingual? I would think sublingual. And then what would happen? It would put you in a perpetual state of fear? Flee. Or would it flight or flight? Or you just want to fuck well, shit up? That... that I, well, the, the, I think the idea with that is that it's the same mechanism. And that the... Doesn't the intellectual brain decide which it is for No, you? I think the brain does... I think the... The butt takes over the because the rational brain. The rational brain is what decides if you're fighting or flight. Fight. It's the same juice. I think the I it's thought the just, rational brain just gets turned off. The fight or flight is a, the osteocalcin overtakes the rational brain, and that's what can make you think that like somebody's in the house, when you know nobody's in the house, right? I don't know. There's a teenager in the house. <laughs> is this tween in There's the a house? Tween in the house. There's a living tween in the house. Do we get it or not? I thought it was like... Or is it... The same juice is necessary. Nectar. But then we... Some other mechanism in us makes us go one side or the other. But it's the same stuff. It's not like, oh, I'm going to fight. So let me get this thing produced. It's either way, it's adrenaline. Okay. So, it, But the intellectual brain is what you weighs the brain up. Is this time to run or is this time to confront? Or flight. By weighing up whatever elements. It's always flight. You know? Run! Just yeah. First and foremost. First and foremost. One time! <laughs> Gone. Are you going to fight him? It's 5-0! Fight him! <laughs> no! You're in a keg in the woods. Fucking fight him! No! Run! But also, so that the brain can... The brain ain't shit. We no, know the brain that. is doing this, is oh. sending this message to the skeleton. Oh, well, then that's fucking scary. And the skeleton has this stuff in it already. So that means it can get into the system rather than having to pump adrenaline from the brain through the rest it's of the body. right into the skeletal or system. Or from the adrenal glands, I guess. It's actually just like immediately in everything. Nose because to toes. Nose to toes. <laughs> is that what it is? Nose to toes? Ass to, no. That's ass, cash, or grass. <laughs> no skeletons ride for fucking free. Um, it totally changes the way we think about it. And it changes the way we think about it. <laughs> Do you know the ATF is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives? Yeah, but that's not exactly right, is it? It's ATFE? No, it's ATF from what I, the research so it's ATF that I did. But there's no represent. There's no. There's no representation for um, the explosives. For explosives and also tobacco. Whatever. Tobacco regulation. Don't make no sense. It does. It's because what that keeps us from being able to grow it and sell it ourselves. Yeah, but what's that have to do with fucking explosives? Seems like there should be two different departments for that. The same way that you like. Well, there should you know. be definitely two different departments for alcohol, 
which is its own world, tobacco, which is its entirely own world, firearms, firearms and own explosives. world, and explosives. So they took four things that have nothing to do with own, each other. But also all yeah. needed like its own like, system yeah. and people dealing Cars, with it. Cars, books, sneakers, and guns. What? I do it all. We do it all. Sitting here, nose and throat, doctor. Can a person... Now, we're talking about um, the Gun Control Act of 1968, the GCA prohibits felons yeah. and certain other persons from possessing or receiving firearms and ammunition. For life. Yes, these are prohibited persons. If you are a convicted felon, when you go back out onto the streets, if you will, this law made it so that you are no, you are no longer legally allowed to, to possess, a possess or carry a firearm. However... I actually don't know if you can even be in... Can't even be around it. I don't know if you can be in, in proximity. You can't even hang out with me. Because of these guns! A zing. Since uh, February of 2006. However, federal law does not prohibit these persons. This is straight from fucking... I'm on government websites here. So the DOJ this, website. Take huh? this shit... As fucking legal tender, it does not prohibit these persons from possessing or receiving an antique firearm. Yes. The term antique firearm means any firearm with a match lock, flint lock, percussion cap, or similar type of ignition system manufactured in or before 1898. So if you go fucking old school with that, like a fucking what, musket, uh, you take that to the fucking streets. First of all, you'd scare the fuck out of everybody. If you're walking down the streets of Baltimore, fucking pumping that musket, this fool's fucking crazy. No shirt on, just like, holy shit. Like reloading. Totally legal. Yes. I don't need that Draco. I got this fucking, look at me, dressed up in like fucking Civil War fucking regalia. What's up? Um, Amazing. I think it, it's workaround. It's a workaround, but it is still illegal to shoot somebody hey, with, with I'm just the musket. Saying, walk in the streets with your piece because you, you don't. I think it's still illegal to walk with the piece, too. You could just have yeah. it, is all you can do. You can just have it. You can look cool and look cool, like, but not in the street. Not in the street. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to have a musket in the street. What if it's what if it's open carry? In Texas, you can carry a musket. So you could walk the fucking streets with an old timey, like gunfight pirate, at the Oak Creek Corral, like like a pirate. Look at me. Yeah. Does that work? Let's see. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's the, then he got illegal again. Oh, <laughs> uh, he gets legal again. But it's an accident. Stand your ground. I'm standing here. This is my ground. True. Hey, okay. True. Calm down. Yeah. Work around. Work arounds. What we need to do is, well, I guess that's the problem. It has to be made. Yeah, because what you want to do is make a fucking new flint make lock. It, yeah. Make it look like a it's an AK forty seven with a flint lock. That's on amazing, it. man. I know. But maybe if you could just take old woods and metals and rework them, you could use a three D printer. Well, no, I'm just thinking maybe if the materials are all of that era. Officer. <laughs> 1898. Multiverse. 2192. 600 BC. Time-space continuum. Hawking. 
whatever my friend's name was. What's it? Kaku. Kaku. That's just what I say. If I get arrested, Kaku. 1898, Kaku. I don't fucking know. You tell me. It's 40 chess I'm playing over here with these, with these pigs. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 4D chess. I'm playing 40 chess with Kaku over here, pig. Get over here. Like, oh my God, they're hitting him. They're really hitting They're really them. hitting stuff. <laughs> well, what'd he say? We yelled in the cop's face, hey, pig, I'm playing 40 chess with Kaku. I mean, it literally is a script that you... I mean, it sort of sounds like what some of these dudes get pulled over and start talking. Like, oh, they, totally. They're like, that's like where they're he's at. sovereign? I don't even think he's sovereign. He's, he's just on some shit. Future shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. God then you just start him. throwing codes out at him. I mean, we don't know. They could be. Well, pull your papers. What? What is it? What was she saying? Uh, what was that? Your lease or your? Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Pull fuck, your, I'm pull gonna look it. at your lease. I'm gonna look at your apartment <laughs> lease. What the fuck are you talking? Do you have a license? Maybe. Do you have an apartment lease that I could go over? Let me ask you a question, pig. Her loan? I'm gonna pull your loan. I'm gonna pull your loan. Remember? Was it a loan? Was it? What, no. Was that what it was? Your paper loan? Like your? <sighs> what the fuck was it? Sovereign. Yeah, but you're getting arrested. So it don't matter. Yeah, but I'm gonna sue your ass. For what? See, all of this shit melts away at Black Rock. There's the world. Is there a Black Rock? It's no. It's not like the Morro Bay Rock. It's, it's not, not like right? you don't stand. It's not like a mountain. No, I don't think they don't. There's no like, mountain. Don't pray to this big mountain. No. But this is where it's at, as far as I'm concerned. Just don't want to get anybody in trouble over here, you know? Where? But I'm just giving the information that's from their website. I got to get in on that, maybe. On that antique game. That musket game. God, it's a beautiful musket. I know. I bring it into Starbucks to prove a point about America. About my ground. About my ground in America. It's a, it's a wiggly world. It's wiggly, if you will. Now, listen. Every April, we're down in Palm Springs at the White Party. Always. Guaranteed nowhere to find us. Jeffrey Sanker. Jonathan and Seth, white party. Now, it's been popping off. My boys tell me everybody's down in PV now. No one's down in PS. They're all down in PV. What's PV? It's a Mexican beach resort on the Pacific oh, Puerto coast Vallarta. of Mexico. Puerto Vallarta. I've been there. Have you been there? You've been to a white party? Marlin fishing there. Oh, but not to a Jeffrey Sanker white party. No, I was on a... I was on a, a Marlin expedition. I was on a celebrity fishing show with my father. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Let's table that ESPN. for a second. You're on an ESPN celebrity fishing show in Puerto Vallarta yeah. with your father, Marlin fishing, Marlin fishing, and then uh, bass fishing in the freshwater uh, mountains. Maybe in Idaho or where? Is no, that? in Mexico. Oh, in Mexico. In Puerto Vallarta. On ESPN. Yeah. Three or four, hopefully. Age? Maybe no. No, I just mean ESPNs. Like maybe one of the. Oh, I don't even think they were out yet. It had yeah, to be it's two. Two had to have been it like just two. real ESPN. No, like, it was just it was probably two. on two. Two. ESPN I would think. two. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to get too cocky. And did you catch any marlin? 
I technically did, yeah. Technically did, like, the producer put a marlin on your... <laughs> no. I fought a marlin for about two, two hour. hours. Two hours you fought <laughs> two him? Two and a half hours. To the cheers of the crew? No. Yeah. I mean, to we, I, I tried to ro- rein a marlin in and... For hours. Until my arms were hurting so bad Bleeding. that I had to get one of the guys on the crew, the fishing crew, to fight it for maybe another... 20 minutes and get it into the back of the boat. 350 pound Marlin? 400. Easy. It was a, it's a real thing. There's a, it's on, it was on TV. <laughs> the story about this, I've told this story. Jeff, though. can you find this? <laughs> Jeff found a fucking, Jeff found a, a film that Jonathan's dad was in. Uh, what's it called? One Special Victory. One Special Victory. It's not just him that's in it, I'm in it too. Uh, and you're, what do you do in this film? I play his nephew. You play your father. You, you play your father's nephew. Yeah, that must have been confusing for the two of you, because you're his son. <laughs> Wait a minute, but here you are playing his nephew. Yeah. Was that weird? How many did you fuck Can up? You- like, insane. Said <laughs> Uncle Dad. Uncle Dad. Uncle Father. <laughs> fuck. All right. All right. John- Jonathan. Jonathan. Just God. take a take a deep breath, little guy. Take a deep breath. Uncle I- Daddy. I got this. <laughs> Zaddy, daddy, unk, monk, fuck. Jonathan. Hold on, though. My dad was played, hold on, by... Your dad was played by somebody? No, my like a, dad. Okay. <laughs> You're okay. My father... Uh, who played your father? Was... Joe Pantoliano? No, Joey Pants plays one of the special, special needs... Wait for it. What's crazy is that, like my... Dirk Blocker was in it. Dirk Blocker, amazing. Uh, Dennis Arndt. A-R-N-D-T. Yeah. Yeah, I know that fool. who played my dad. I know that fool. Uh, what's uh, crazy my, about this, like, my my bogus different strokes fucking engram fucking memory that doesn't exist... Jeff had a similar one of watching this movie when he was a kid. Oh, sorry. It's also, if you look at the credits on IMDb, my, I'm listed in the credits as J. Preston Laroquette. And the I, I think the choice fucker. at that point was to separate, distance myself from my father for my acting career. J. Preston Laro is my uh, stage a SAG name. Jay Preston. First of all, quick, what do you, what do you do in the film? Uh, other than fucking crush it. <laughs> other than crush it, I have a couple of scenes. One is uh, my uncle, father. aka <laughs> my dad, my biological father, <laughs> my uncle, my dad. I has given me. I has given. <laughs> I has given me cheeseburger. Uh, these like electronic drumsticks that connect to like a speaker that you attach to your hip and I run into the room and I'm like look at what I got look what Uncle Bo got Uncle Bo look what Uncle Bo got me and I like play the air drums I'm like and they're like having like a moment serious moment hey could you go out hey and I'm like Keith Moon can you chill for one second we're having a serious moment and then there's some other emotional scenes where you crush it. It's amazing that after so many years, 
Jay, I asked you, Jay Preston. I asked you to put back into the scene, and you not only remember the exact your lines. Well, my line your, your in the other one, in the other scene, my father has in a pinch. Which one? You're <laughs> not Dennis. Your Arndt. stage. John Larroquette. Your biological Bo, father. In one special victory. He's left the house. So he's... The movie he's, is about... It's he's, about the guy people that... People mentally challenged. Special Olympics basketball team. Awesome. Lo I, I, loosely based on a real person okay. and a real story. So, but he is... Oh, he winds up... They live in a home. He stays one night in the home to keep an eye on them while the woman who normally oversees it goes and does something. Okay. Something transpires that forces my dad to make a decision to leave. He has to leave, but there's no supervision. Without them, without supervision. Okay. And something happens while he's gone where they get endangered and my it's like, like what the fuck like, could have like killed themselves yeah, what are you doing and so the scene besides the electronic drum scene there's another scene where it's, Do you remember like did you have a song in your mind when you were just like i mean i had an i well because i considered myself a musician of yeah. course at that point so you, did you but think the, of like the thing was so janky okay. that like i couldn't get it to do anything you like, like uh, actually to the director I, my gene krupa uh, like, let me come in, Jess. let me come in like this. Can I do it like this? So this other scene, it's me and I'm like sulking and Dennis Arndt and my father are sitting on the couch. We're all in a living room, a dimly lit living room. Somber. And I Dramatic. look at, I look at Dennis Arndt. What's your line? And I said, why'd you leave him uncle Bo? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Tears in your eyes. Tears in the audience. Tears in Jeff's eyes. Now, Jeff's a kid at this point, watching a with young actor, watching this film with his mom, watching a young actor that he only knows as Jay Preston Laro, absolutely destroying it. So, Jeff has a distinct memory. Yes. When he watched this movie, that there's a scene where Jonathan's so he gets dad. Busted. He gets busted for disorderly, like, drunken conduct. Okay. Because he's trashing a house of his ex-wife, like, in the middle of the night. And so he has to go to court. And so the court assigns him community service. Okay. And Jeff's memory is of that scene. The judge looks at my father and says, you know, this many hours of community service, da-da-da. Looking to where to assign him to the community service, she looks at him and says, uh... Do you know anything about basketball? And my father says a few things, uh, a basketball, a few things Michael Jordan wouldn't wouldn't mind knowing, and like scoffs at her or whatever. Was, didn't he say? No, he says Michael Jordan. Okay. But in Jeff, Jeff yes. distinctly remembers seeing it on its original airing, and seeing that he had overdubbed that it, that Michael Jordan was overdubbed. Yes. Yes. He says Michael Jordan, but when Jeff watches as a kid and hears the voice and watches your father, he can, your biological father, not, not your stage Dennis father, Arndt. when he watches his mouth move... He knows that it, whatever, okay. that it's been dubbed. And he didn't he say, Michael, say Jordan. Michael Jordan. So he turns to his mother and says, Mom, Jay Preston Larroquette is so good in this movie, but also 
He, I don't think he said Michael Jordan. He must have said Magic Johnson, and because M Magic Johnson had just come out saying that he this had, film came out in December a, of ninety one. Within a month of airing, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson had his press came, conference in, from basketball announcing his HIV positive status in November of ninety one. Yes. So Jeff says, so Jeff, you know said what they, they must, did? They he probably must have said they must have overdubbed it and said Michael Jordan instead of Magic Johnson. To which Jeff's mother got very angry. Screamed at him. I hate to. If I hate to throw your mom under the bus, but, but I she screamed. She Shut your stupid mouth. They would not do. You that. will never be as good an actor as this young man who's the same age as you. And you're wrong. They didn't do that. But, but for his whole life, for he his knew, whole life, he knew. He in knew his heart, in his heart of hearts. And he just uncovered this week. Twenty-eight years later. Uh, Two thousand one. Is that yeah? Twenty-eight years later, he tracked down the scene and saw it and said. Holy shit, I was right the whole fucking time. Yeah. Called his mother, yelled at her. It was like, now, what I've got to ask is, because my father has an insane fucking memory. I should ask him, I was like, I should ask him, did you, do you remember going back in yeah. and dubbing that? Which we don't think he did because we the think voice was, that they think used. Was, who do we think it was? <laughs> yeah, we think it was Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier's voice. Doing, doing, doing his best John Larroquette doing impression. Doing his best Uncle Bo. <laughs> Uncle Bo impression. So, which gave me hope for my different strokes that 28 years later, I might, but I, I think I might just be mental. Whereas Jeff is sharp as a fucking tack, knew all along in that sweet three decade vindication, I can't think of anything more exciting than that. Other than the fact that we still have to find your scene, because I need to see this drum solo that... I think in the outtakes on the DVD, they have your full, they have their, your full drum solo that they had to yeah, cut. Yeah, I'm actually out on the pier. You're just like, like, with, like with buckets. Like you were one of the original bucket players. Dennis Arndt worked in 2018. He was in Mr. Mercedes. There it is. There it is. Still doing some TV acting. Still working. Born in 39. You should look him up. I say what's up. Should go visit him. <laughs> I should invite him to so, Burning Man. Back. <laughs> so now you're going to make a triumphant return to Puerto Vallarta. Well, there's a whole nother story about Puerto Vallarta. Meaning? Meaning I had an episode there. What type of an episode? Sexual? Uh, no. The antithesis of sexual. The antithesis of sexual. I got sick there. You got violently ill? I did. Um... Montezuma's Revenge, is that a thing that they say? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I've talked about that. Yeah, I think that rings right? a bell. Because it hit when it first overtook my body. In your mind? I was on a school bus that they had chartered to drive us up to the, the Celebrities. Lake. The whole film crew and everybody up to this lake in the mountains above Puerto Vallarta. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and we're on this like muddy, crazy road. And as it's like, Mountain as we're kind side, of going and going, I start just bus. feeling, I, I start feeling searing pains in my stomach. Um, and I was about 13 and I was, uh, there was a makeup girl and maybe an assistant or like a hair and a makeup girl who were like 
in my eyes, like maybe in their early 20s and were like so cute. And I was like talking to them and like flirting with them and like thought that I was actually maybe getting somewhere. Of course you were. They, they didn't realize you're about to catch a foreigner Palm Marlin. Um, and we we're all on this bus. And yeah, so basically I turned to my father at one point and I'm like, I don't I don't feel very good. And it just starts to get unbearable. The pain. The excruciating. The body heating up from the inside, yeah. sweating. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And he was like, okay, but can we wait until... And I was like, it got to a point where I was like, I can't. Papa, I, you got to... So he's like, grabs the producer guy and he's like, we got to pull over. He's got he's to gotta, he's gotta jump out here and he's not feeling well. He's going to be sick. So bus kind of pulls over <clears throat> and they open the door i run out and i run behind the bus and i barely get past the bus before i start to just evacuate myself and i middle find of the day? this like middle of the afternoon and i find this bush and i kind of tuck myself behind it and I pull, I have like sweatpants on. And I remember pulling my pants and sweatpants down and just Talk, stop. explosive stop. fucking diarrhea. Like, stop. Just sh like screaming, sh shooting Are you out screaming of screaming while this is happening. I was like making crazy yeah. noise. Ah! Like it was, it was that kind. And it was like this yellow, stop. like mustard, it's bad. like hot just, mustard. It is what it was. <laughs> and as it shall and be. And I'm like dying and it's shooting that's and my I mean, boy like, shooting splashing that's out my of me. boy and i look up and the two Film cute crew. girls oh yeah are looking through the Holding back hands, window of looking, the school yeah. bus and they both have this like oh, like sad like God. oh no we've been thinking about and fucking I'm, you but not now gross flying out of my body so you were as this was happening you were screaming and making dead eye contact <laughs> with two beautiful young women couldn't screaming <laughs> Well, they just—it's everything but I going. Couldn't, I couldn't move. So yeah. So it was everyone from the crew basically watching yeah. me just die. Watching them, and a, I, an award-winning master fisherman. Loses. When I got back on that bus, it was like everyone was like, "Are you like, are you okay? What are you looking at? <laughs> Quit looking at my dick." Man. No, I thought <laughs> you're telling that story. I saw that on the. T I didn't, you didn't know, know what, what it happened. Yeah. I think you're so, you're so into the story, I don't know what was happening. I was like, so that was the beginning of it. Then we There's had to shoot the rest of the day on these boats in fresh water, like in the middle of fucking nowhere. And they were like just trying to give me Cokes and stuff. And I was sick as fuck. And so I would, they Worst. would have to go to shore and I would have to shit and then get back Dog, on the boat. Stop. They get me back to the hotel and it starts coming out my mouth and my ass. Okay. All so right. I spend an entire night in this beautiful bathroom in my father's like suite that they've given him in this Mexican resort. And I literally am like the bathtub and the toilet. I'm like straddling between them. And like every time it comes out one end, it causes pressure that yes, comes out the yes. other. And it's just for like 24 hours. And I couldn't, look these girls in the eye i was so humiliated like it be i went from being like feeling like i was like i was a 
ahead of the game. I was 13, like kind of like flirting with ESPN's young. fishing show. They were like, this kid's cute. He's like, a great fisherman. I might fuck this kid. <laughs> Depending on the size of the marlin, if it's over 300 pounds, I'll fuck this fool. To where they wouldn't like look at me in the eyes anymore. <laughs> and they tell that story to like, to this day, the way you're telling it now, they're probably also telling it to people. Anytime anybody gets sick, well, let me tell you about this one uh, time. This one you know Night Court? This. You know the guy on Night Court? His son. You know Dennis Arndt? <laughs> So that's that. So does this make you want to go back to Puerto Vallarta or can I never get you? I don't you? know if I've been back to Mexico so since. I, can't I might get have written you. off Mexico So afterwards. the VIP tickets I got us to bring in the new decade at the no White way. Party New Year's. Done. Mind you, All right. I got it from like eating like a Caesar salad at the fucking hotel or something like that. Because yeah. I didn't drink any of the water the whole, you know. The sickest feeling I can, I can remember. All right. So that's, I'll, I'll get, return those tickets. Sweating just thinking about it. Yeah, that was intense. I think the Marlin thing happened before. Before. Yeah, you were you were like on top of the world. Dog, he kind of. It's a five hundred pound Marlin. Six hundred pound Marlin. And just the other girl was like, "How many pounds? Seven hundred pounds." Yep. Oh, that's my boy. So embarrassing. That's my boy. That's my baby boy. I love you. I'll never forget those sad faces looking at me. Yep. Those two beautiful women looking at you. Dead oh, eye contact. Because it was both of their faces. You know, like at the back of a short yep. bus. One and two, one. Exactly. Just enough like for all eyes. Portals, perfect portals. Perfect. Beautiful faces. You reaching out with one hand. <laughs> a, other hand in the bushes, screaming, dead eye contact, going back and forth from face to face. And I don't think I made it, like, it wasn't a totally clean evacuation. I mean, there was definitely, like, You were covered. Drippings. You were, yeah, you were a <laughs> monster. They left you there. <laughs> Shit monster. I shouldn't have been allowed back on the bus. No. <laughs> Can we go? Fuck. Um... If Dennis Arndt dies this week, I'm going to be, like, so bummed. You've got to see Dennis. How old is he? He was born in 39? 39. You've got to get a hold of him. He's got to live in L.A. He was from Issaquah. Uh, the American Water Summit, November 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Omni Hotel in Houston, bringing together C-suite execs. What? I didn't know what this was. C-suite refers to the executive level managers within a company. Common C-suite executives include... Chief Executive Officer, oh. a.k.a. the CEO. Oh, okay. Chief Financial Officer, a.k.a. CFO. Chief Operating Officer, coup, And Chief Information Officer, CIO. These are C-suite execs. Oh, I want to be a C-suite exec. From across the North American water industry to talk frankly about money and water. Let's talk frankly. At the Omni here in H-Town. Let's talk frankly about it. I don't know about that. That sounds like... Uh, sounds like people that... People that have the, the water. People that own the and water. And the money. And then decide... Talking frankly about how they ain't going to give it. Yeah. Hey, let's just be honest and frank. Let's not give it to them. We don't, they don't need it. They probably need it, but if they need it so bad that we don't have to give it to them until they give us they desperately all the need money. It. They'll give us their children for it. Let's wait for that. <clears throat> Drinks? And then they have a C-suite. scotch. It's like <laughs> they all they have a C-suite song. Yeah, C-sweet, C-sweet rap. And then they have, yeah, the C-sweet <laughs> rap. They go around in a yeah. cipher. Paul Wall comes out. What to do? Does the C-sweet rap? They gave him two million dollars to show up. Wood dripping. Just yelling. 
and then they spend the rest of the weekend partying and like going to strip clubs and then they go back to their lives. Yeah. Sweet fucking. These are the fucking conferences that we have to infiltrate. Just like the one we talked about a few weeks ago, which was that fucking infrastructure one. Oh, yeah. These are where we have to have our operatives in so we can get, we can fucking, we need to know what these fucking people are up Cut to. Cut them off at the pass. Yeah. Or at least just know, like, oh, they, this they is really, where it's gonna go. they're really doing it, huh? Yeah. They talk really frankly about like money, about money and water. And they wasted so much water. You would not even they believe. They just leave them on. They had like they faucets the, on. They just, just sit in bathrooms. All their meetings are in bathrooms with the faucets on. It's awfully frank. I'm telling you, these are, we got to stop them at the pass, like you said. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. America and the PV through the eyes of two American Americans. We, uh, um, we are super thankful that you joined us for this episode 753. It would be great if you came back and brought somebody with you to 754. That would be great. Hey, um, on this fucking pataphysical uh, vision quest, all of us together. P-A-T-A, P-A-D-A. P-A-T-A, pataphysical. It's when the metaphysical... I get it. It's you just, shrug at the metaphysical. When people I get are talking it. about metaphysics and you laugh at them. You shrug at them. You shrug at them because you're in the pataphysical. But what happens after the pataphysical? It would be the, has to be the macrophysical. or No, maybe that's the same thing. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a lateral jump. What did you... Oh, I'm doing the tertaphysical. Ooh. Torta. Physical. The torta <laughs> physical. Is that physics? No. Oh, then it's metaphysics. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. No. It must be pataphysics. No, it's a torta physics. <laughs> oh, my head. Your head should hurt. Right? There's a lot to, There's, lots of, a lot to wrap it around. There are infinite fucking possibilities. At the very least. Possibilities. Possibly realities. Fuck that. There are infinite possibilities. Yes. So you believe that it's one reality and then cresting possibilities getting crushed by the wave of reality? Me? <laughs> I'm just saying anything just, is possible. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Come back for 754. Tell eight, a friend. 888-842-2357. Call the voicemail. That's the uh, toll-free voicemail you can call and you can... Explain how it all. How, what the? Explain what this is. Make Tell some sense you, of it. Yeah. Tell me what it is. Tell me if you're one of my one of my two people I'm supposed to go to Burning Man with. Are you one of the two people that are destined for all of this time space continuum to go to the 2020 Burning Man with him? Um, Call if you're one of those two beautiful women that wanted to hold him <laughs> nude until they saw what happened when he got nude and what he looked like covered. Oh God! Can you imagine if they? came back into my life so I could apologize. Apologize to them. I wonder if you, if that, and I wonder if it aired. Jeff, you got a lot of work to do. Because if it aired, Jeff, you fucking, you're slacking, dude. You got a lot of work to do. <laughs> no, I've done a quick look for it. I mean, I we got to go, go into Bristol, man, which go to Bristol and go right. What, they what have it was to have for. that like in a fucking storage. Oh, there's definitely in, in a storage facility somewhere. Yeah, there's we, definitely we, a, a, a what a three quarter inch beta of yeah, it. Yeah, we something. can pop that in and see you. Um, we are a. What you don't know is that the entire time you're in the bushes, they also filmed that. Well, that's. I mean, it, 
I a full camera crew. There will certainly be me being sick on the boat. Not like post-shitting myself. Okay. But sitting on the boat being queasy as fuck. Which is also why I think it's possible that that never made it to television because they were like, we can't use this. This yeah. kid is like That was the one that green. was in the bushes. <laughs> oh, that was, oh, Lara Kett's kid. We oh, Jay Preston. That's why we got canceled because of that. We lost that one episode. We lost that sponsor. Bassmasters, they canceled the sponsorship when they saw the B-roll of him covered in his own fucking shit. <laughs> Mustard shits everywhere. Fuck. So... Um, but we are also a listener-supported, commercial advertising-free podcast. Listener-supported, community-bound, community-driven conversation that we're having. Um, uh, the two ways that you can help keep that this, happening and support because this it. is a two-way street of sharing and communicating <laughs> ideas. You could go to our uh, Venmo page or our Venmo account, which is UID number four letter l that's uid for life uid for l at venmo or if you'd like to sign up and pledge to the show with a recurring monthly pledge of say one or three or five or ten dollars or anything like that more than patreon that. or more than that hundreds of dollars um patreon.com slash oh yeah dude um you get access to the archived episodes that aren't on itunes you get access to these shows here that we film in the apartment in High definition, uh, uh, HDMI. Um, Ang Lee came in. He's doing a yeah. Um, we're doing frame 120 rate, frames frame per second of this show right you're now. You're gonna puke when you see it. You're but gonna vomit, be, even though we don't move. It looks like we're moving the whole time. Um, you see Gemini Man and so in the, the same CGI that they use in The Irishman, where they de-age De Niro. Yeah, it's like us in 2006. We look exactly like we did when we started the show. It's amazing. It's actually us in '96. That would be heaven. That would be cool. If you could live your life physically as you looked in 1996. With, with this old man's wit. Oh, with his knowledge of the Tortiverse, but in the body of a 1996 Jonathan. Yeah. You would have been how old? 77, 87, 97. 19, 19 years old. What were you thinking when you were 19? What did you think? the world was what I mean, did you think you were what does that mean <laughs> when you were 19 years old and you presented yourself to the world as you what was your mindset uh i don't, I don't know how to answer that really i mean i was definitely when you answer that You'll know who's going to fucking <laughs> Black Rock with you. And you'll um, know what you're going as. And that is your work this week, <laughs> sir. Um, we are so lucky that we get to do this show. We and, and we really only get to do the show because you listen to the show. So please keep listening. Sorry that we tell you every fucking week to tell a friend and everything. It's, but it's when we started the show in really, that was so long ago when it was such a crazy thing like podcasting or just doing it was so insanely weird that we said, Hey, tell a friend. Cause it was the only, it was the only way to, you'd have to tell. I somebody. mean, and I mean, obviously that's changed for some people that for better or for worse. Also still this, the only way that anyone finds out about yeah, how this come one. 14 years later, we still haven't <laughs> figured out a yeah, better I mean, way. Uh, 
but a, it I guess like a publicist. in part because it's worked for us. What if a publicist so- called and said, hey, you know what? There's jobs for that. <laughs> As opposed to just like making everyone You're making do the it. people like, so you make them give you money and tell people. So what do you do? Well, I fish. Um, I guess maybe tell a friend though. And, um, and, and come back. We got to make a, we got to get all of your work acting work all of my acting work and just make a master acting master reel. reel a master reel of incredible work available for public domain yeah like the smithsonian yeah like here you are yeah before they were stars before they were podcast stars yes um we thank you so much for listening we we uh we are excited that that we started this podcast in such a distant time and land um, in that we're coming into November, these holiday seasons in 2019 and that we're still doing it, loving it, loving doing it more than ever. And um, from some very kind words on the voicemail, people responding to it as positively as I can people ever remember. Have been, and so that's very kind. been with us for a long time. That's and very I think, kind. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's very kind. It's super nice to hear. I mean, I don't know if it's, True, but I would love to think that great it to is, hear, though. but great it's to great hear. to hear no matter great what. Great to hear. Um, but come back and keep us, keep us coming yeah, let back. Us keep, and, let us be able to keep doing this, and, uh, uh, at least until Black Rock. Know. Until Black Rock.